gospel comes from John, the 15th chapter, and this is Jesus speaking. But I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth. He will come to you from the Father and will testify all about me. And you must also testify about me because you have been with me from the beginning of my ministry. Yes, I'm telling you these things now so that when they happen, you will remember my warning. I didn't tell you earlier because I was going to be with you for a while longer. But now I am going away to the one who sent me. And not one of you is asking where I am going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away. Because if I don't, the Advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. There is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. The Gospel of our Lord. You may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God, our Creator, Jesus, our Savior, and the Holy Spirit, who inspires us all. Amen. In 2018, a little boy named Tani Adewumi sat down for the first time in front of a chessboard wanting to learn how to play. He was just seven years old. Tani was a fast learner, and so by the time he was eight years old, he won the state championship in New York for his age group. Recently, at 10 years of age, he achieved the rank of National Chess Master. He's the 28th youngest person ever to reach that status. Connie's achievements are amazing. What has made them even more amazing is the fact that when he first sat down at that chessboard when he was seven years old, he and his family were living in a homeless shelter in Manhattan. They were recent refugees, having fled their home country of Nigeria and were struggling to find stability here in the United States. It's a compelling story. And yet when I read that story in the New York Times, the person that most caught my attention wasn't Tommy. It was someone who wasn't even named in the article. Really, they were just a footnote to the story. But to me, this person played a pivotal role in how Tommy's life story is turning out. See, the story mentioned that when Connie wanted to join the chess club at his school, he found out that some fees were required. Fees that Connie's family could not afford to pay. But someone, 
an unnamed someone at the school, someone who had authority, agreed to waive those fees, so Connie joined the chess club, and the rest is history. Well, the person who waived those fees is the one who caught my attention, because he or she decided to do right by a kid who could have easily been given up on or overlooked. When this person looked at Connie and his family, they didn't judge them. Instead, they saw promise and possibility and a family worth investing in. Well, through that simple act of waiving the fees, this unnamed person became an agent of hope. An agent of hope that saw value in a little boy and changed the trajectory of that little boy's life. Well, I guess I got caught up in the actions of that unnamed person in this story because that is who we are called to be as a church. We are called to be agents of hope. Seeing promise and possibility in every single one of God's beloved children. Now, the hope that we have is not our own. The hope that we are agents of comes from God. And it all started when Jesus became an agent of hope for all of humanity. Jesus saw our promise and our possibility and decided to invest in us and to change the trajectory of our lives so that now we can go out and share that hope and change the trajectory of others' lives. It's Pentecost Sunday. We read that powerful story from Acts when the disciples were charged up with the Holy Spirit and started speaking in other languages. We get caught up in that part of the story, but what were they saying in those other languages? Well, what they were talking about so everyone could understand them is they were talking about God's mighty deeds of power. You see, they had seen God's hope for the world through the life of Jesus, and now the Holy Spirit was getting ready to propel them out into the world to bring that hope to others. Well, on this final day of our stewardship appeal, we focus on how we too are spirit-charged to be agents of hope for a hurting world. Not sure what that looks like? Well, Jesus revealed what God's hope for the world looks like when he healed the sick and fed the hungry, when he lifted up the lonely and ate with sinners, when he called for justice and acted with mercy, when he showed us God's abundant grace. On Pentecost, the Holy Spirit charged up those disciples as agents of God's hope, and we are this generation of disciples that are charged up to do the same. So when you support Good Shepherd's ministry, you empower our ability to be agents of hope in our community on a regular basis. So let me tell you a couple of recent stories of ways that you have been agents of hope. Just a couple of weeks ago, you were agents of hope 
when we were able to financially help some Good Shepherd members that were struggling with chronic health issues and mounting medical expenses. At about that same time, a man from our neighborhood came to our church and asked for help getting some bus passes to make it easier for him to go over and see his wife who was newly admitted to a nursing home about five miles away from his house. Your generosity meant that we could be an agent of hope for that man who was a stranger to our church. Another Good Shepherd member who is retired came for help asking to move to another apartment. Because he felt like his neighborhood was getting less and less safe, he was seeing more violence. In fact, his car had recently been stolen and then returned by the police. He said he no longer felt safe in his home. You were agents of hope as we paid for his moving expenses. After an apartment complex in Sharonville caught fire, the community was asking for help for six families who were displaced, and you became agents of hope with a gift of $200 for each of those families. Tomorrow, Good Shepherd will provide everything needed for a wonderful end-of-the-year party for our students at Taft Elementary. Earlier this month, we supported all of the teachers and all of the staff at the school with a meal and some small gifts of appreciation for the work that they do. We have long been agents of hope at Taft Elementary. Last month, our tweens were agents of hope for elderly seniors living in low-income housing, as you saw in our video this morning. Together, through this ministry, we are agents of hope. But it isn't just about the money. Money can be a tangible sign of hope. Money can help ease a person's suffering so God's hope becomes more real to them. But it's more than money. Following the example of Jesus, you and I share a hope that reveals that every person we meet, every person we meet, is created with value and worth by a God who loves them. And we get to share that message with them. You know, I'm kind of glad that the person in that article in the New York Times about Connie's family who waived the fees was not named. Because maybe the anonymity makes it easier for us to imagine that we too could be that person. That we, too, can be the person who changes the trajectory of someone's life. We can be agents of hope. As disciples of Jesus, we have opportunities to do that every single day. To see possibility and promise and people and places that others might overlook or simply give up on. We are spirit-charged for hope. God's hope. A hope that reveals that everyone we meet carries the image of God with them. We're agents of hope. A hope that becomes tangible. When little boys can join the chess club with no barriers, and they no longer live in homeless shelters. Hope when every kid has the school supplies they need to succeed. Hope when no one has to choose between receiving medical care or paying for groceries. Hope 
When a loving husband has the means to get to visit his wife in the nursing home, hope when our beloved older folks know the joy of a handmade card made by a kid who cares. So as we conclude our stewardship drive this Pentecost Day, as the Holy Spirit is still blowing among us, may we feel empowered and may we feel the deep joy in our work of being God's agent of hope. Amen.